Don't worry about anything but in everything but prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us to begin with in the book of Psalms. Psalm 27, beginning at verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I've desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and such as breathe out violence. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the fact that your word, amongst other things, your word is an anchor. It's a guide. It's our counsel, our wisdom, our strength, our sword, our shield. It's so much more. Thank you for the opportunity for us to lean upon you and the strength of your word. Help us to be wise enough to fill our hearts and our minds with your word and to move in the power of your spirit continually and as a lifestyle as we step out onto the daily battlefield of life. Help us to know and be mindful that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Stir us to be the faithful people you'd have us to be. We thank you for us as the church. Thank you for us as a nation. Help us, Lord, as the church and as a nation to put you first. Help us, Lord, to make no graven images. Help us, Lord, to not take your name in vain. Help us, Lord, to remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Help us, Lord, to honor our fathers and our mothers. Help us to not murder. Help us to not commit adultery. Help us to not steal. Help us to tell the truth. Help us to not covet. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. As always, we appreciate you being a part of our listening family and ask for your daily prayers for the American Family Radio Network, AFA, and for this broadcast, the Hour of Intercession in particular. We are honored to have as our phone guest today, Amy Natose. She's the spokeswoman for the organization Protect well, protect woman, excuse me, protect women, Ohio. Amy, how are you today? 
I'm doing great, Pastor Joseph. Thanks so much for having me. Great to have you. And I'm going to ask if you'll take a moment to further introduce yourself and tell our listeners what the organization Protect Women Ohio is and what you do. Absolutely. So Protect Women Ohio is a pro-life, pro-parent, pro-woman organization that started here in Ohio in about mid-March of this year. And we formed for a couple of reasons. Um, One is that uh, we have an incredibly dangerous abortion amendment that has been proposed in Ohio um, that will come up for a vote this November. Um, So we are working hard in opposition uh, to this November amendment that would um, really remove all protections for the unborn, remove protections for the health and safety of women, and uh, completely wipe out parental rights in the state of Ohio, allowing for minors to get abortions uh, without parental consent and notification. And we've also been working very hard on a uh, more pressing matter, uh, which is a special election that we have coming up in Ohio this Tuesday, August 8th. Uh, We have a vote coming up on something called Issue 1. We are urging a yes vote on Issue 1 for all Ohioans. And what this would do is provide additional protections for Ohio's constitution. Uh, Right now, Ohio has very low standards for passing constitutional amendments. We only require uh, 50% of the vote to enact a new constitutional amendment. And by voting yes on issue one, we would raise that threshold to 60%. And this would really put additional protections in place, uh, keeping our constitution safe from dangerous out-of-state groups that try to come in and buy constitutional amendments. So uh, Protect Women Ohio has been out campaigning um, for a yes vote on issue one this coming Tuesday, um, and then working against this dangerous abortion amendment come November. Okay, so again, uh, you said coming up this Tuesday, which is just a few days away, you're encouraging uh, voters to, you're encouraging them to do what now? We are encouraging everybody to vote yes on issue one uh, this coming Tuesday, August 8th. Um, this this would put protections in place for Ohio's constitution and uh, raise the threshold for passing constitutional amendments from 50% uh, to 60%. And this will keep our constitution safe um, from out-of-state groups that come in and try to buy constitutional amendments and uh, really go around Ohio's legislature. So uh, we are encouraging everybody to get out and vote early um, or vote at their polling location um, on Tuesday, August 8th, a yes vote for issue one. Okay, then. So, of course, obviously, you're speaking of people that live within the state of Ohio. How would you ask people that are not residents of Ohio, how would you ask for them to pray for uh, you and other believers that are working hard to really make this happen? What would be a productive way to pray? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the prayer here is just providing clarity um, for voters in Ohio. There's, um, oh, you know, always a lot of misinformation, misleading advertisements and politics and, um, you know, a lot of questions on the ground of, um, you know, these uh, groups, abortion groups coming into the state and spending money on misleading ads to try to confuse voters. And so, um, you know, we are praying that um, everybody here would have clarity, um, that they would know 
um, the, the right way to speak to their friends and to their family members about difficult matters like politics, mm-hmm. um, and that everybody would, um, you know, have civility and clarity and um, know to get out and vote on Tuesday for uh, a yes vote. I know we've got some groups in Ohio that are encouraging fasting uh, this coming Monday ahead of the election. So um, whatever people are comfortable with doing, um, you know, we're just, we're really praying for um, courage and clarity ahead of Tuesday's election. Mm -hmm. Okay. Father, thank you, Lord, for your church both within the state of Ohio and the church outside of Ohio as well. Lord, stir the people uh, in in the body of Christ to, within the state of Ohio to do their part to both pray as well as vote righteously uh, in this regard, with regard to this matter. And Lord, help us as the church that may not be inside the state of Ohio to pray for your will and your spirit to work mightily. Father, more and more help us to recognize as a nation it's such a tragedy to think that there are those high in government that want that think killing babies, murdering babies is okay. Help us to recognize, Lord, your word clearly lets us know. One of the Ten Commandments tells us, you shall not murder. And no matter what name murder takes, whether it's the name abortion, euthanasia, or uh, reproductive rights, help us to know that murder is murder no matter how we try to mask it. And help us to know, Lord, that it's your will that we recognize that every human life is important. Every human life is precious. Help us as the church to boldly stand courageously for righteous laws that honor you, that stand for life and against the tragedy of abortion. And Lord, help us to not be shy about it. Help us to not be timid. Help us to recognize that we should boldly stand for right because that's what honors you and glorifies you. We thank you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 Well, Amy, thank you again. And just um, before uh, we have just a few moments left, uh, anything further that you'd like to say in the way of encouragement to listeners as they both, uh, again, you're inviting them to uh, vote in the election coming up, uh, in the in the vote coming up just a few days away, but also as it relates to the vote later in November as well. Any other f- words of encouragement or insight you want to share? Yes, um, you know, I, I know we've got listeners from outside of Ohio, but I'd encourage everybody to um, visit protectwomenohio.com to read up on this issue because, um, unfortunately, as we've seen, um, a lot of these pro-abortion groups are going state by state, um, going after state constitutions. So this is not an isolated uh, vote. Um, we will see this continue across the country and other states. So um, I think the more we can learn um, in Ohio and take with us on this fight to protect the unborn, the better. So again, it's uh, protectwomenohio.com and everybody's uh, prayers are are always encouraged and greatly appreciated here on the ground in Ohio. All right. And do you have good support from the church in the state of Ohio insofar as helping to address this matter as well? Oh, we absolutely do. We have fantastic organizations like Ohio Right to Life. Um, The Center for Christian Virtue um, has been a tremendous help here in Ohio. Um, A few of their leaders are actually on our campaign's board. Um, The Catholic Church and the Evangelical Churches have been stepping up more than we could have ever asked um, in educating their parishioners and even uh, giving financial contributions when able. So it has been incredible. 
That's good. That's good. Well, if someone was to call you uh, to call call you or your office up today and say, "Amy, I'm just now learning about this situation. Uh, what can I uh, and say that they're an Ohio resident? They say, "Well, I'm just one person. What can I do to help? How would you respond to that question from them? Oh, the number one thing is to pray, of course. Um, the other is to talk to your friends and family and make sure they know to get out and vote on Tuesday and vote yes on issue one. Uh, We know this is going to be an election all about turnout. um, So we really need to make sure everybody is aware of this vote and how critical it is to vote yes. So we have tons of information at protectwomenohio.com, resources, social media links to help spread the word. So the more we can talk about this and educate, the better. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, with if they go to your website, then they could could they find out more about maybe additional things they might be able to do to help as well. Yes, we even have a place where people can um, provide their information if they're so inclined, um, if they'd like to be added to our mailing list um, or even to volunteer. Uh, we have a place where people can um, share that information with us, and we will be in touch and. Um, We've got a long fight ahead of us, not just ahead of Tuesday, but ahead of November. So um, there's tons of information and ways for people to reach out to us and social media links where they can reach out as well. And uh, we are happy to connect with anybody who's interested in assisting. All right. Well, Amy, thanks so much for being with us today. Father, again, we thank you for Amy and those that are with Protect Women Ohio and the other others, just all the believers in the body of Christ that are really seeking to stand for this righteous cause and help your will to be done. Help us to realize, Lord, that every person makes a difference through our prayers, through the words that we share that that promote truth, through our actions, the things we support and the things we stand against. Help us to know, Lord, you can use every one of us in this battle. We thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amy, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Pastor. And we're encouraging every single listener, please pray much for God's will to be done mightily in this situation in the state of Ohio. We'll be right back.
Elevation Worship with Sea of Victory. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now for the balance of the broadcast, reading through the Word of God as we pick up now in the book of Judges, Judges chapter 1, excuse me, Judges chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. When, when Ehud was dead, the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord sold them into the hand of Jabin, king of Canaan, who reigned in Hazor. The commander of his army was Sisera, who dwelt in Harasheth Hagoyim. And the children of Israel cried out to the Lord, for Jabin had 900 chariots of iron, and for 20 years he had harshly oppressed the children of Israel. Now Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth was judging Israel at that time. And she would sit under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the mountains of Ephraim. And the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. Then she sent and called for Barak, the son of Abinoam from Kadesh in Naphtali, and said to him, Has not the Lord God of Israel commanded, Go and deploy troops at Mount Tabor? Take with you 10,000 men of the sons of Naphtali and of the sons of Zebulun. And against you I will deploy Sisera, the commander of Jab Jabin's army, and his chariots and his multitude at the river Kishon. And I, will deliver, and I will deliver him into your hand. And Barak said to her, If you will go with me, then I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. So she said, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, there will be no glory for you in the journey you are taking, for the Lord will sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. Then Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. And Barak called Zebulun and Naphtali to Kadesh. He went up with 10,000 men under his command, and Deborah went up with him. Now Heber the Kenite of the children of Hobab the father-in-law of Moses had separated himself from the Kenites and pitched his tent near the terebinth tree of Zaanaim, which is beside Kadesh. And they reported to Sisera that Barak, the son of Abinoam, had gone up to Mount Tabor. So Sisera gathered together all his chariots, 900 chariots of iron, and all the people who were with him from Harosheth, Hagoyim to the river Kishon. Then Deborah said to Barak, Up, for this is the day in which the Lord has delivered Sisera into your hand. Has not the Lord gone out before you? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor with 10,000 men following him. And the Lord routed Sisera and all his chariots and all his army with the edge of the sword before Barak. And Sisera alighted from his chariot and fled away on foot. But Barak pursued the chariots and the army as far as Harasheth Hagoyim, and all the army of Sisera fell by the edge of the sword. Not a man was left. However, Sisera had fled away on foot to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite. For there was peace between Jabin king of Hazor and the house of Heber the Kenite. 
And Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Turn aside, my lord, turn aside to me, do not fear. And when he had turned aside with her into the tent, she covered him with a blanket. Then he said to her, Please give me a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. So she opened a jug of milk, gave him a drink, and covered him. And he said to her, Stand at the door of the tent, and if any man comes and inquires of you and says, Is there any man here? You shall say, No. Then Jael, Heber's wife, took a tent peg and took a hammer in her hand and went and soft and went softly to him and drove the peg into his temple. And it went down into the ground, for he was fast asleep and weary. So he died. And then as Barak pursued Sisera, Jael came out to meet him and said to him, Come, I will show you the man whom you seek. And when he went into her tent, there lay Sisera dead with the peg in his temple. So on that day, God subdued Jabin, king of Canaan, in the presence of the children of Israel. And the hand of the children of Israel grew stronger and stronger against Jabin, king of Canaan, until they had destroyed Jabin, king of Canaan. Judges chapter 5. Then Deborah and Barak, the son of Abinoam, sang on that day, saying, When the leaders lead in Israel, when the people willingly offer themselves, bless the Lord. Hear, O kings, give ear, O princes. I, even I, will sing to the Lord. I will sing praise to the Lord God of Israel. Lord, when you went out from Seir, when you marched from the field of Edom, the earth trembled and the heavens poured. The clouds also poured water. The mountains gushed before the Lord. This Sinai before the Lord God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were deserted, and the travelers walked along the byways. Village life ceased. It ceased in Israel until I, Deborah, arose, arose a mother in Israel. They chose new gods. Then there was war in the gates. Not a shield or spear was seen among 40,000 in Israel. My heart is with the rulers of Israel who offered themselves willingly with the people. Bless the Lord. Speak, you who ride on white donkeys, who sit in judges' attire, and who walk along the road, far from the noise of the archers, among the watering places. There they shall recount the righteous acts of the Lord, the righteous acts for his villagers in Israel. Then the people of the Lord shall go down to the gates. Awake, awake, Deborah. Awake, awake, sing a song. Arise, Barak, and lead your captives away, O son of Abinoam. Then the survivors came down, the people against the nobles. The Lord came down for me against the mighty. From Ephraim, there were those whose roots were in Amalek. After you, Benjamin, with your peoples, from Machir, rulers came down. 
and from Zebulun, those who bear the recruiter's staff. And the princes of Issachar were with Deborah. As Issachar, so was Barak, sent into the valley under his command. Among the divisions of Reuben, there were great resolves of heart. Why did you sit among the sheepfolds to hear the pipings for the flocks? The divisions of Reuben have great searchings of heart. Gilead stayed beyond the Jordan. And why did Dan remain on ships? Asher continued at the seashore and stayed by his inlets. Zebulun is a people who jeopardized their lives to the point of death. Naphtali also, on the heights of the battlefield. The kings came and fought. Then the kings of Canaan fought in Taanach by the waters of Megiddo. They took no spoils of silver. They fought from the heavens. The stars from their courses fought against Sisera. The torrent of Kishon swept them away. That ancient torrent, the torrent of Kishon. O my soul, march on in strength. Then the horse's hooves pounded. The galloping, galloping of his steeds. Curse Meroz, said the angel of the Lord. Curse its inhabitants bitterly, because they did not come to the help of the Lord to the help of the Lord against the mighty. Most blessed among women is Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite. Blessed is she among women in tents. He asked for water, she gave milk. She brought out cream in a lordly bowl. She stretched her hand to the tent peg, her right hand to the workman's hammer. She pounded Sisera, she pierced his head. She split and struck through his temple. At her feet he sank, he fell, he lay still. At her feet he sank, he fell. Where he sank, there he fell dead. The mother of Sisera looked through the window and cried out through the lattice, Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why tarries the clatter of his chariots? Her wisest ladies answered her. Yes, she answered herself. Are they not finding and dividing the spoil? To every man a girl or two. For Sisera, plunder of dyed garments. Plunder of garments embroidered and dyed. Two pieces of dyed embroidery for the neck of the looter. Thus let all your enemies perish, O Lord. But let those who love him be like the sun when it comes out in full strength. So the land had rest for 40 years. Judges chapter 6 Then the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian for seven years. And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel. Because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made for themselves the dens, the caves and the strongholds which are in the mountains. So it was whenever Israel had sown, excuse me, so it was whenever Israel had sown, Midianites would come up, also Amalekites and the people 
of the east would come up against them. Then they would encamp against them and destroy the produce of the earth as far as Gaza and leave no sustenance for Israel, neither sheep nor ox nor donkey. For they would come up with their livestock and their tents, coming in as numerous as locusts. For they and their camels were without number, and they would enter the land to destroy it. So Israel was greatly impoverished. Excuse me. So Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Verses one through six, Judges chapter six. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we continue reading through the Word of God. We'll be back. Life Church Worship, where the Spirit of the Lord is. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up in the New Testament. The book of Acts, Acts chapter 9, beginning at verse 1. Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked letters from him to the synagogues of Damascus so that if they found any who were of the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. And he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? 
Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Reading verse 6 again. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. And the men who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice but seeing no one. Then Saul arose from the ground, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no one. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was three days without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a certain disciple of Damascus named Ananias. And to him the Lord said in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Here I am, Lord. So the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the street called Straight, and inquire at the house of Judas, for one called Saul of Tarsus, for behold, he is praying. And in a vision he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him so that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way and entered the house. And laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who, who appeared to you on the road as you came, has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales, and he received his sight at once, and he arose and was baptized. So when he had received food, so when he had received food, he was strengthened. Then Saul spent some days with the disciples at Damascus. Immediately he preached the Christ in the synagogues, that he is the Son of God. Then all who heard were amazed and said, Is this not he who destroyed those who called on this name in Jerusalem and has come here for that purpose, so that he might bring them bound to the chief priests? But Saul increased all the more in strength and confounded the Jews who dwelt in Damascus, proving that this Jesus is the Christ. Now, after many days were passed, the Jews plotted to kill him. But their plot became known to Saul, and they watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took him by night and let him down through the wall in a large basket. And when Saul had come to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him and did not believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles, and he declared to them how he had seen the Lord on the road and that he had spoken to him 
and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. So he was with them at Jerusalem, coming in and going out. And he spoke boldly in the name of the Lord Jesus and disputed against the Hellenists, but they attempted to kill him. When the brethren found out, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him out to Tarsus. Then the churches throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and were edified. And walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, they were multiplied. Now it came to pass, as Peter went through all parts of the country, that he also came down to the saints who dwelt in Lydda. There he found a certain man named Aeneas, who had been bedridden who had been bedridden eight years and was paralyzed. And Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus the Christ heals you. Arise and make your bed. Then he arose immediately. So all who dwelt at Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. At Joppa, there was a certain disciple named Tabitha, who was translated Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and charitable deeds, which she did. But it happened in those days that she became sick and died. When they had washed her, they laid her in an upper room. And since Lydda was near Joppa, and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent two men to him, imploring him not to delay in coming to them. Then Peter arose and went with them. When he had come, they brought him to the upper room, and all the windows stood by him, and, and all the widows stood by him weeping, showing the tunics and garments which Dorcas had made while she was with them. But Peter put them all out and knelt down and prayed. And turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. Then he gave her his hand and lifted her up. And when he had called the saints and widows, he presented her alive. And it became known throughout all Joppa, and many believed on the Lord. So it was that he stayed many days in Joppa with Simon a tanner. Acts chapter 10. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian Regiment, a devout man and one who feared God with all his household, who gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. And when he observed him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? So he said to him, Your prayers and your alms have come up for a memorial before God. Now send men to Joppa and send for Simon, whose surname is Peter. He is lodging with Simon a tanner whose house is by the sea. He will tell you what you must do. And when the angel who spoke to him had departed, 
Cornelius called two of his household servants and a devout soldier from among those who waited on him continually. So when he had explained all these things to them, he sent them to Joppa. The next day, as they went on their journey and drew near to the city, Peter went up on the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. Then he became very hungry and wanted to eat. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance and saw heaven opened and an object like a great sheet bound at the four corners descending to him and let down to the earth. In it were all kinds of four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, creeping things, and birds of the air. And a voice came to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything common or unclean. And a voice spoke to him again the second time, What God has cleansed you must not call common. This was done three times, and the object was taken up into heaven again. Now while Peter wondered within himself what this vision which he had seen meant, behold, the men who had been sent from Cornelius had, had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate. And they called and asked whether Simon, whose surname was Peter, was lodging there. While Peter thought about the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are seeking you. Arise, therefore, go down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Then Peter went down to the men who had been sent to him from Cornelius and said, Yes, I am he whom you seek. For what reason have you come? And they said, Cornelius the centurion, a just man, one who fears God and has good reputation among all the nation of the Jews, was divinely instructed by a holy angel to summon you to his house and to hear words from you. Verses 1 through 22, Acts chapter 10. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we've been reading through the Word of God, as we usually do before we end the broadcast. If you are listening today and you know you have never invited Jesus Christ to come into your heart to be the Lord and Savior of your life, today is a great day, an absolutely wonderful day to make that eternally important decision. If you're not sure where you stand with the Lord or you know you need to commit your life or you sense a need to recommit your heart, would you simply from your heart pray this prayer with me to make that step, to commit your life or recommit your life to the Lord now? Would you pray with me now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so very much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent, and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things that I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In your word, you told us, 
Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live my whole life for you. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you made that step, you prayed that prayer and gave your life to the Lord, please get in touch with us. My email, once again, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you to begin to grow and grow strong and vibrant in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. We definitely hope to hear from you. Please, again, email us, joseph at afr.net. Please pray much for the state of Ohio and for God, the Spirit of God, to be at work mightily, encouraging them to stand for right and to stand for life as well in the upcoming elections and beyond. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.